Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shir. We are beginning tonight's shir in Simon Sadi. We are up to Sif Chav Gimel, which is the bottom of page 246. The Mechaber says in Sif Chav Gimel, Clothes that are decorated, they have uh, decorations on them. Afal boltos, even if they are not sticking out, It is not appropriate to daven across from these clothing. And if one finds himself, he happens to be davening across from a garment or a wall that is decorated, Yalim Enav, he should close his eyes. Says the Ramah, V'lochein Osir Gamkein L'tzayar Tziyurim Basfarim Shem Mispalim Bahem Shelo Tispatla Kavana. For that same reason, it is forbidden to make pictures in Svarim, in Sidurim that we are davening from, so it should not distract one from his Kavana. But clothing that have pictures on them that are inappropriate, then even to sit on them would be Osir, let alone to daven in front of them. It says the Mishabura back to the bottom of 246, in order, the reason why you should not daven across from these garments is so you should not be looking at the pictures and it should not distract you from your tefillah. But there is no problem of chatzitza if the garment is in front of you, going back to what we discussed in the last year, that you're supposed to be directly facing the wall, so a garment would not be considered a chatzitza. Therefore, if there are no pictures on them, they're just hanging on the wall, you would be allowed to daven across from them. Therefore, we said you should not have pictures in your Sidurim. Therefore, you should not have pictures on the wall that are across from the the way people are facing. There should not be pictures on the wall of the Besaknesis in order not to distract the people. Unless it is higher than the height of a person. So a person shouldn't be able to see the pictures. And note number 81, he writes that nowadays, Das Hagono Shlomo Zalman Arbal Shiyeshli Himonim Militzayir Afilu Me'al Komasish. Shlomo Zalman says that nowadays it's a problem even looking, even having pictures above the height of a person, because Kevin Shaderach Lestaka Gamlamal is the way of a person to even look above. And therefore, that should be avoided as well. And therefore, the Mishabura continues right in the second line of Kuf Chav Dalad, and he says, Osir lehispalel keneged hamare, it is Osir to daven as well across from a mirror. Demechzi ke mishtachave lebavu ashelo, looks like he is bowing to his reflection. Vahainu af beinayim stumos, that's even if his eyes are closed, it looks like that. Dedepsuchos belavochi osir mishabitl kavana, if his eyes are open, it's not going to be a distraction. But even if his eyes are closed, it looks like he's bowing to his reflection in the mirror, and therefore even that is Osir. So say the Achronim. We said if the pictures are inappropriate, not only will be Asr Radavan in front of it, it will be Asr even to sit on it in the Beis Aknesses. Shanamrak as the Pasak says, One should not bring a, an abomination into his house. This is forbidden not only in one's shul, but in one's house as well. Says the Machaber Vaiter in Sivchov Dalad, Lo Yispalu Bitsad Rabbo, a person should not daven on the side of his Rebbe, Velo Achore Rabbo, not behind his Rebbe, Velo Lefonov, not in front of his Rebbe. Says the Ramah Yesh Omrim de Kolzel Lomairi Elohe Hispalu Biachid. Some say this din of not davening on all sides of the Rebbe is only if you're davening Biachidis. But if they're in public, they're in shul, so if that's where each of them have a designated seat, then it wouldn't be a problem if you're davening in front or behind your Rebbe. 
Says the Ramavaiter, the Afal Pisha Tovlahmir, even though it's good to be Mahmir, Haminoglahakil, and we'll see exactly what this means. The Imhirchik Arba Amos Mutter. However, if one distances himself needs a test. If one distances himself for Amos from his Rebbe, then it's Mutter, and we'll see the details now in the Mishaburas. If Kotan Ayan Gimel, we said you should not dive in Bitsar Rabbo on the side of your Rebbe, what is the reason? Kiyu Yuara. That's Gaiva. Shemarishu Shovel Rabbo. He's showing that he's like his Rebbe. He's equal to his Rebbe. The Rabbo Hainu Sherov Chachmaso Heimeno. This Rebbe that we're discussing that you shouldn't dive in next to him is your Rebbe Muvok that you've learned most of your Chachma from that Rebbe. Oh, God Hador, or if he's the greatest of the generation. Chai Odom says the same thing would apply to a father, which would be a problem for all of Kali Yisrael where the kids are diving next to their father. But um, that's, the, yeah, that's what Chai Odom says, that is, the same issue of Yuara would be if a child is next to his father. Obviously in that case, we somehow uh, are relying on something, but as we're going to see, even Mechil doesn't work, because if the idea is Yuara, so it's just Gaipedik. So your father lets you, unless you just say that the minakolam is to do it that way, so it's no longer gaivadik. That's what you have to say. It's evolved that children down next to their father. But again, this is only talking about at home, not in shul. So, no, we'll see the limit. No, we'll see, we'll see where you sit exactly. Four Amos away is going to be okay. But with your father, usually you're sitting next to your father. But again, we said in the, the Ramah that there are those who say that it's not an Isra in shul. Because there you have a designated seat. It's talking about at home. But still, a father next to his son. Uh, okay, let's, let's see. We won't go into that more, but I'm saying it could be that our minogis do it in shul. Maybe at home you shouldn't do it. Or if people do it when they daven at home, so then I would say that would be the minog. But it could be we just do it in shul. The father takes the son to shul. But if they're davening at home, the achidus, for whatever reason, then maybe the son shouldn't be right next to his father. According to the also one should not daven behind his rebbe. That's also considered gaivadik. That's one reason. The daven behind your Rebbe is Gaivadik. Number two, V'yesh Omer, they're those who say, Shinirik him mishtachav el l'rabu b'tfiloso. If you're behind your Rebbe, when you bow down, it looks like you're bowing down to your Rebbe. V'yesh Omer, they're those who say, a third reason, Mibneshu mitzay l'rabu, you're causing pain to your Rebbe. D'shema yitzdarech l'fsoa shalosh psios l'acharov, b'otshu l'ispalel. If you're behind your Rebbe, maybe your Rebbe is ready to take three steps back at the Shemar Asher, and you'll still be davening. You'll cause him tzad that he has to wait. The yitzdarech l'hamten later that you can't take three steps back if it's going to go into the Dalad Amos of the person behind you and therefore if you're in front of your Rebbe if you're behind your Rebbe and your Rebbe's in front it's going to cause him side that he can't go back so we see in the Mishavur here three possible reasons why one shouldn't daven behind his Rebbe one it looks like Gaivadik number two it looks like you're bowing to your Rebbe number three you're causing Tsar if you daven longer that he can't take his three steps back says the Mishavur you also should not daven in front of your Rebbe the Kalva Homer, that is certainly the case. The Because that's certainly a, a Bizayon to the Rebbe that the Rebbe is standing behind his Talmud. So that sounds like it's the worst one. That's Kalva Homer, not going to be good for the Talmud to be in front of his Rebbe. But then there, Not according to the other reasons that Mr. Rogers gave. Right, right, correct, correct. It's only because, only the first reason, correct. Correct. Um, also, an afkimir between the three reasons we saw before is if the Rebbe would be mocho on it. So then, mitzad the tsar that he has to wait when he takes the three steps back, so that he can be mocho on. But the gaiva lachari can't be mocho on, and the fact that it looks like you're bowing to your Rebbe, you can't be mocho on that anyway, because you can't bow to your Rebbe even if he's mocho on it, right? So that would be another another nafkamino. Says the mishabur on that which the Ramah said, there are those who say this iser is only in the shul. 
Uh, sorry, this Isser is only Biachidas, but if it's in Shul, and that's the Seder Yeshivas, that's where, that's where they normally sit, so Ein Lachosh in Mispal Lufan of Al-Akhro. There's no concern if you daven in front or behind your Rebbe. He says in Mishabura Ayin Vav, Shako Yodem Shemokum Zem Yuchal Arav is Talmud. Everyone knows that's a Rebbe seat, that's a Talmud seat. Veleis Be Mishum Yuara Okim Mishtachavalo. And therefore, it would not apply the issues of Gaiva, because it's not Gaiva, because that's where you normally, that's just your sit, that's where they set you as your seat. And it also doesn't look like you're bowing to him because that just happens to be where you sit and therefore it's not because you're bowing to your Rebbe. But the Ramah then wrote, the Afapisha Tovla Hachmir, it's good to be machmer. That's to be concerned for the third reason that we mentioned above. That it looks like you're causing stress to your Rebbe. According to this reason, you should be machmer even in shul, not to daven behind your Rebbe, not to prevent him from taking his three steps back and causing him tzar. But the Ramah said the minog was to be mekel. Says the Mishabura, if katan ayin ches, ayin b'ralacha, to mikol makom tov lochatchilo k'shekovelo makom me'achore rabo. Even though the minog that the Ramah says is to be mekel to daven behind your Rebbe, still it's good lochatchilo that you are establishing your makom behind your Rebbe. Sheyarche kishir arba amos v'shalosh psios. You should make it four amos plus three steps behind your Rebbe. Because the issue of taking three steps back is only going into the person behind you, Dalar Amos. But if you're three steps plus four Amos away, you can take it three steps back, you still would not be entering as Dalar Amos, and therefore you would avoid this issue. Then the Machaber told us, but if you move away four Amos, it's Mutter. So it sounds like if you're in any direction and you're four Amos away, it's going to be okay. It says the Mishabura and Ayn test. The Rishus Acheresi, once you're outside the Dalar Amos, it's considered you're in a separate Rishus. The Ayin B'Primagodim Shekosa B'Shem HaPrichadosh, the Lofon of Sagi Ba'ar Amos Mitzumtzomos. If you're in front of your Rebbe, it's enough to be exactly four Amos. Because you're out of his Rishus, and there's no issue of taking steps back, Mitzad your Rebbe. Avalah Chorei Rabbo, but if you're behind your Rebbe, Ba'inan Arba Amos V'Sholosh Psios. There we would require... Four Amos and three Psios, like we mentioned before, Kedei Sheyeh Yucho Rabbul Vistoa Sholosh Psios Laacharov Velo Yitzarach Lahamten Olav. So your Rebbe can take the three steps back, and he won't have to wait for you to finish Yishmon Esrei. Ubesoch Arba Amosav Halo Asir Vistoa, and within your four Amos, it's Asir for him to take steps back, like we'll see later on in Simon Kuf Beis. Od Kostav the Besoch Haal Memra. Which is the bima? If he's on the bima, that's mutter afilu basamach. Even if you're close, the rishusa achritahu. I guess since there are walls up around it, it's considered a separate rishus, and it would not have this problem. The ayin biyardeis if cut and pay. Ratzalomu desham nizbar. There it explains the richok arba amos more lafilu imrabu laachrov. That the four amos works out even if the rebbe is behind him. The chen kasu haachronim, and that's what the achronim write. Zot. Uh, yeah, apparently. Apparently there's more of an issue being Mitzayi Rebbe. Yeah. I mean, we'll get to the halachas later on. I, I, I assume there's an issue not being Mitzayi anyone, but here specifically, you want to be extra extra careful when it comes to your Rebbe or the Gadolador or possibly your father. Says the Mechaber Vaitin and Siv Chafhei, Talmud Chover Mutter L'Espal Achore Rabu. If the Talmud is a Talmud Chover, he learned by him for many years, and now he's already on a much higher Madrega, he's already at a level of a Talmud Chover, so then he's Mutter to Davin behind his Rebbe, says the Mishabu and Pei Aleph Achore Rabu, Vuadim Mitzad Rabu, so too he could Davin on the side of his Rebbe, Avalufne Rabu Aser. But as we mentioned, that the most Chomeric thing is Davin in front of your Rebbe, so, but even, so even a Talmud Chover would be Aser to Davin in front of his Rebbe, because that's the, that's the 
biggest uh, way that it looks like gaiva, like we mentioned before in the Mishabura. Says the Machaber Vaiter in Siv Chavav, Kol Mokom She'en Korenbo Kriyashma Ein Mispalimbo. All the halachas that we spent a few weeks on previously that you cannot say Kriyashma when there are different things in your vicinity, you also can't daven there. Ukeshem Shemarchikim Mitsoa, Ume Raglayim, Vereachra, Umenames, Umeriyas Haerva, Lukriyashma, Kach Marchikim Lutfil. In the same way we said you have to remove yourself from Tsoa, and from Meraglayim, and from a bad smell, and from a dead body, and from seeing an Erva for Kriyashma, those didn't apply as well to Tfila, as we saw many times in the Mishabura in Hilchus Kriyashma. Says the Mishabura, I said, Kotan Peibes, Marachikim Latfila, Hua Din Latamotor, Vachodibre Kedusha, like the Mishabura told us then many times, it's not only Kriyashma and Tfila, but it's also learning Torah and any other Divre Kedusha that one wants to say, he has to make sure he's removed from these items. And says the Machaber Vaiter in the final Sif of the Simon, Sif Chof Zion. Haya Omeid Vitfila, a person was in the middle of davening. The Hishtin Tinog Babesaknesas, and all of a sudden a child went Meraglayim uh, on the floor. Yishtok, he should be silent. You can't daven. So you have to be silent until they bring water to nullify the Meraglayim, like we learned a revius of water that can uh, knock out the Isser of davening by the Meraglayim. That's Eitzah number one, to be silent until they bring the Meraglayim. Eitzah number two is, O Yehalech Lofanov Arba Amos Oletzadov. You can either move forward for Amos or to the sides for Amos. Move for Amos away from the Meraglayim, even though you are in the middle of Shemon Esrei. O Yehitzah Mibes HaKneses V'yigmort Filoso. Or you should go outside the Beis HaKneses and finish your davening there. Says the Ramah, It's better to take the latter eights that the Mechaber gave of going to a different place to Davin and not to wait there silently till they bring water to Mavatalit. Because the concern is if you're just sitting and waiting, you may wait the time it takes to save the whole Shemana Esrei. And you'll have to start Davin again. And therefore the Ramah Paskins that it's better to move away, go outside the shul, do one of those other eights and not just wait around for someone to take care of the Meirag that's there. Says the Mishabura in Sikotan Pei Gimel. If you are in the middle of davening, Vuhuadin the Kriyashma, so too, as we just mentioned, the Kriyashma, Ushadir Kedusha, Kamoshik Asadul Malak, we just mentioned, this then applies not only by Tvila, but also by Kriyashma and any other Dvarnisha Bekedusha. Venoka Tvila Lerubusa, here the Machabah mentions Tvila for the Ered Chidish, the Bazeg Gamkin Sarech Lelech Lefan of Abra Amos, that even if you're in the middle of Shon Estre, we're now to move, we also should move forward for Amos. We do not say, We don't say that since you're in the middle of davening, so you don't have to move away. That even during Tfilah Shmon Esrei, you still have to move away from the Meiraglayim for Amos. So if Katan Peidal goes on the first Eitzah that the Machaber gave us, which was to be silent till they brought the, bring the water to Milvat of the Meiraglayim. All these Eitzahs are being silent, walking outside, that's not considered a Hefzik. But a Hefzik is to make sure that you don't speak and tell them to bring water. Since anyway, davening when Meiraglayim is on the floor and not coming out of the flow from the body, it's only an Eitzah 
said the Rabbanon wants on the floor. The gam yesh omrim the ain't sar laharchik bazeklal. And there are some shitas in the Rishonim that we'll see this reference again later on in this Mishabura. We'll see that there are shitas that hold that you don't need not to move away if you're in the middle of Shmon so therefore, you certainly should not speak, because anyway, it's only this the Rabbanon, and there are those shitas that say, you don't even have to move away from it. Okay, therefore, afilu imgam acherem omdim ha'ar Therefore, even if there are other people that you see that are within four amos shemeraglayim, even though the shulchanara passes that you have to move, there are shitas that say you don't have to move, but we pass them, you have to move. So even though you have to move, but if you see someone else that doesn't notice it, ein lo lahafsik bedibur b'shvilam hodiam, you should not stop with speech to tell them to move the same way you shouldn't speak to get someone to bring it so you can continue davening if you notice it and you have to move so you could signal to them but you can't speak to tell them that they should move away from the Meir Aglayim. However, says the Mishnah Buravaita, the Imtino Tinev Tzoa Bebeisaknesis Be'em Tzitvila if it wasn't Meir Aglayim that was in the middle of the floor during davening but rather it was Tzoa in the middle of davening, vacherim omnim shamu mispalim, and there are other people that don't notice it, and they're davening there. The enam yodim is there; they don't realize it. Im ef sher binyanachir. There's no way to motion to them to move out of the way. Lahodiam to inform them. Ella bedibur. The only way to inform them is with dibur. Mutter lahavsik bedibur. You are allowed to be masik in the middle of Yishuan essay with speech. To save them from the Isidaraisa of davening within the four Amos of the Tzoah. It's better for you to do a small Isser. What's a small Isser? To interrupt your davening in the middle is an Isser Durabanan. Better you do a small Isser Isidaraisa. Rather than have other people doing Isidaraisa. So it's better to speak and make sure that they move out of the way to avoid them having Isidaraisa. Even though by the speaking, you'll be over in Issa Durabanan. But Avada, if you do it without speaking, that's better. It's probably pretty easy to do without speaking. But you are even allowed to speak to prevent them from the Daraisa. To, to prevent them from doing an Issa Daraisa of Davening in a dirty place. We already discussed earlier in the Mishabura and the Biralacha what scenarios are in fact Daraisa. All this that you should walk or you should possibly even talk and tell people to move or to tell people to cover it or to walk outside the shul, all these things is only if you have nothing to cover the Meiraglayim with. But if you have something handy that you can cover the Meiraglayim with, whether it's so on the floor or it's Meiraglayim, then you can't stop. You can't even move from your place. If you can cover it, just cover it. As long as the smell doesn't come to you. Now this is a Chiddush that Mishabur is saying here. He's saying if you're able to cover the mirror line with a tzoa, then you have no heter to move, no heter to say, do anything, say anything, you have to just cover it. But if you look at note number 90, he points out something that we already saw a few times. Now obviously you have to not be able to smell the tzoa, because covering the tzoa, if you still smell, doesn't help. You have to be more than four amos away. But it says, note number 90, he points out the Mishabur over here is very clear that if the tzoa or mirror line is covered, even though there's real mamoshes there, it still has a din of a reach rash in liquor since it's covered. The ain't sarlahachik arba amos mea mokum shakala reach. And therefore you have to just make sure it doesn't smell, but you don't have to move away four amos from where the smell stops. Right? Normally by real tsoa, right? It's a reach rash shayeshlo ikir, you have to move four amos away from where the smell ends. Here we said as long as it doesn't smell, cover it and you're fine. So you see he also when it's covered, it's considered a reach rash shainlo ikir since the ikir is covered. However, this is a big machlokas that we had 
previously in Hilchas Kriyashma, it's not so posh, but here the Mishabu is coming out to be lenient. We saw it was a steer in the Primagodim and there were other shitas, but here the Mishabura comes out lenient. Let's finish out the Mishabura. What about speaking, asking, um, speaking, if you're not sure whether someone's within four Amis, if he's Dalai Amis, so, Shalim is asking a good question. Let's, should you be over in Issa the Rabbanon of speaking in the middle of Shmonastery to prevent someone else from a Suffolk Daraisa? I don't know. Good question. Good question. Here the Mishabu is coming out very clearly. For you to be over in Issa the Rabbanon to save someone from a Daraisa for sure. But to save someone from a Suffolk Daraisa, should you be over a Vada Darabanon? That's a good question. I'm not going to suggest an answer. Zatim Mishabu Ravaitis of Kotan Pehei going on the Ramah. The Ramah told us after the Machabah gave all these Eitzes, the Machabah said number one is, you can wait until they bring water to be mavat of the or you can walk away from it for Amos in front on the sides or go outside the shul. The Ramah told us that it's better to walk away and not wait because the chash, if you wait, is if you wait long enough, the time it takes to say the hell Shmonesrei, you have to start Shmonesrei over again. Says the Mishabur and Sekotan Pehei, it's better to walk away. If you're afraid that by waiting, you're going to wait the amount of time it takes to say the whole Shemonestrei. But you don't have the eights of moving away for Amos. For example, you have people davening on all sides of you. So you can't walk away. If you walk away, you're not allowed, as we're going to see later, and we mentioned before, you can't walk in front of someone who's davening. So you don't have the eights of walking away. You want to wait. But you're stuck because you feel that if you wait for them to bring water from Mavat Neiraglayim, so it might be too long of a wait. You can have to start Shmon Esrei again. So says the Mishibura Yismoch Al Harashba. Then you should rely on the sheet of the Rashba, which we mentioned before. The Spirulay the Mutter Lispal. The Rashba holds even if there's Neiraglayim there that you realize in the middle of Shmon Esrei you can continue davening. Kevan Shekvar who Omid Betvila the Isra Neiraglayim the Rabbanans. The Rashba is the Rishon that holds that if there's Neiraglayim there, you are allowed to continue Shmon Esrei once you started, even though we don't pass them like that. Normally, as the Mechaber passes right over here, if there's Miraglai in the middle of Shmon Esrei, better to walk away or to wait. But if you're in a situation that waiting is going to be too long and walking away is not an option, then it's better just to continue down Shmon Esrei and rely on the Rashba. And that's why when we learn Halacha in general, we tell people that even if there's a Halacha, we don't hold like, you have to know it because sometimes it comes up, like this scenario, but all the other eights don't work, then you rely on the Rashba, which you don't normally hold like. And even those postcom that say it's Asr Davin there, Lamaish is only us of the Rabbanon. That's what he adds in at the end. The Eastern Berglam is only the Rabbanon. So if the Rashba, you're perfectly fine. Everyone else is only the Rabbanon. Therefore, in that case, you should rely on the Rashba. Says the Mishabura Vaitis of Katan Peivav, on that which the Ramah said, that if you wait too long, the concern is you have to repeat Shimon Esrei, and therefore that's not the best Eitzah. Says the Mishabura, Ayin Le'el B'Simen Ayin Ches, the Mishabura, Sifkotan Hei, the Bevirchas Kriyashma, and the Zdamein Kain, the Chain B'chal Abrachos. If this happens, that you pause in the middle of Bevirchas Kriyashma, or other Brachos, Ein Tzorach Lachsol Arosh. Even though we're saying over here in the Ramah, that if you wait in your Shimon Esrei, the time it takes to say the whole Shimon Esrei, you have to start Shimon Esrei over again. But look earlier what we learned by Birchas Kriyashma, that it's not so Pashat. And there's a little summary over here, note number 92 of what we learned earlier, that Lagabe Birchas Kriyashma, we said earlier, Shainu Dafkrim Shabim Bracha that which we say that if you pause in Birchas Kriyashma a long time, you don't have to start again, is only if the pause was between the Brachos, or or ad Yisrael. In other words, if you pause the amount of time it says to take one, say one bracha, then you then you don't go back by brachas kriyashma because that gets involved with safek brachos lekula. However, if the pause was long enough 
from the beginning of Yotzer or you could have said beginning of Yotzer all the way through all of Berachas Kriyashma and Kriyashma until Baal Yisrael, then you would go back to the beginning of the bracha that you pause in the middle of. That's what we said earlier. So that was Shemesh Shabu is saying over here, you don't go back to the Berachas Kriyashma. It's not always. There are cases where you would go back, and that is if the pause was long enough to say the entire Berachas Kriyashma with Kriyashma, you would go back to the beginning of that bracha. But he says. In the next paragraph, the apet filah shmon esrei im shal laacha shemeiraglaim al aritzba. If in the middle of shmon esrei you pause because of the meiraglaim that was on the floor, kosav leel sheitochin sheeno tzarch lachzer lespal shmon esrei. It's very likely that you do not have to go back and repeat shmon esrei mishum sheyesh lismoch al harishonim shelo hayat tzarch lahatzik beemtsa shmon esrei. The mishabura said earlier that if your delay was against what we're saying over here, if your delay was in the middle of shmon esrei. It's possible that even if you pause the time it takes to say the whole Shemun Esrei, you still won't have to go back because Lemaisa, you have the sheet of the Rashba that we just mentioned. The Rashba holds that you're allowed to continue the Shemun Esrei even though the Meirag is there. Therefore, it's not according to everyone that you have to, they have to pause. And therefore, it's not really considered a pause machmas ones. You only go back if it's a pause machmas ones. According to the Rashba, you don't have to pause at all. And therefore, if you did pause the amount of time it takes to say the whole Shemun Esrei, we said earlier in the Mishavura that in fact you would not have to go back because that's not considered a pause machmas ones. It was an optional pause according to the Rashba, and therefore it's not so pleasure that you in fact would go back to the beginning of Shemun Esrei like we'll pass him over here. We'll stop here and we'll do the next Simon of Hashem tomorrow. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Myron McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.ShasIlluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS, that's 203-312-7427, or email info at shasilluminated.org.